Welcome to the Reroot Podcast, where we engage in powerful discussions which leave you empowered as an evolved soul and awakened human being. If you thrive on freedom and sovereignty, if you agree that making a difference in the world begins with making that difference within yourself, we first want to say thank you for your dedication. And listen in. This podcast is for you. I am so honored that you chose to tune in. I'm your host, Cynthia Leconte. In this episode, I'm speaking with Ariane Teleshuski, who is first and foremost one of my dearest friends and the founder of The Inward Path, which is an online platform for us to explore the world of internal growth and create a healthy and trusting relationship with ourselves. Ariane and I will talk about how to insource and embody our truth at a time when the information coming to us is overwhelming, widely variable, and often contradicting. If you're looking to stand solidly in a world of chaos, take a long, nourishing breath and keep listening. Hi, Ariane. Hi, Cynthia. How's it going? It's actually going really good these days. How about you? Yep, I'm going on quite a journey, as I'm sure you are too, and everyone who's listening. (laughs) I think that's part of the pandemic, is we are also pandemically going through a journey. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like globally going on this journey together. Everyone. And we're all experiencing it very differently. Yeah. Actually, that's one of the first questions that I want to, that I want to ask you, like, how are you in all of this? And I know that we go through this in waves and we have ups and downs and probably sideways and all of that. But like, where are you presently with everything that's happening right now? Yeah, um, I've been navigating through these times, recognizing that there's a bigger picture to all of this. However, recently, I found myself going in and out of a lot of fear, the kind of fear that made my heart beat really fast, that got me sweaty, that got me in a survival mode, that literally got me into almost like a panic. And it's really interesting because I'm out of that place now. What happened was (laughs) I recognized that there's an awful lot of finger pointing that's going on right now in the world. There's an awful lot of I'm on this team and those people are on that team. And what those people are doing or thinking is wrong. And what these people are thinking is right. And they're a threat. And we are the ones that have the right answer. There's been, I've noticed there's a lot of this happening right now. I found myself in a space where I was separated from other people and I was labeling a lot of people and there was a lot of fear. So what was the fear? So if you don't mind me cutting in here, like if you had to name that fear, like I was afraid of what was that fear? Yeah, I was afraid of the fear culture that we're seeing in the media, uh, brainwashing people and taking over their ability to think and feel for themselves. Okay, but you were experiencing experiencing a fear for yourself too, right? Yeah. So was, was that a threat to you? Oh, yeah, for sure. So in that space, anybody who didn't think and feel that was a threat to me, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm noticing uh, this is happening a lot where people are on teams and pointing fingers. Okay, so what I want to share is that it, we do not have to be in that space. I realized through my own internal work by being introspective and by listening to my own inner resourcing, 
that, oh, wait a minute, there is another choice here. I don't have to be on these teams. I don't have to live in fear. I don't have to wait around uh, to have other people outside of me and out there in the external world tell me how to proceed and how to move forward. I can move forward from a space of wholeness. I can see everything that's happening now as a big part of a whole. And I'm, I'm not going to see people as right or wrong or as threats. We're going to have a whole spectrum of different approaches and perspectives during this great period of shift. And uh, it feels very right for me not to be um, in a place where I'm segregating myself from other people or judging other people for their choices and decisions. So what I'm getting is that you have, like everybody, your own beliefs and your own opinions. And yet it's like you you still stand out of that in the sense. So it, in other words, you're, you stand in a neutral space despite having those beliefs and opinions. Exactly. So there are two choices that I have discovered I can make. I can rely on the external world to tell me all the information, how we're going to proceed, how I'm going to proceed and so forth. Or I can step out of it entirely and rely on my own inner resourcing to know how to proceed and know how to be and to know what is really true. Because as you talk about Cynthia so often, you speak about how we're bombarded with information. We don't know what's real. We don't know what truth is anymore. The information is often very contradictory. And so what are humans supposed to do with this incredibly fearful information that often doesn't make sense and contradicts itself? Well, there's another solution. Take a step back. Take a step out entirely. And that doesn't mean that you're not paying attention to it or you're being oblivious to the external world. What I'm saying here is take a step back, take a deep breath and start listening to your inner guidance, to yourself, to source all of that from within you instead of outside of you. And from that space, there is no judging anymore. There is no segregation. There's no more finger pointing. In fact, there's the opposite. There's unity and there's a lot of compassion <laughs> because what's happening in the world is pretty rocky right now and we're all going through it together. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And thank you also for really voicing out what we were talking, what we are talking about today, which is really how to get clarity. Like, how do we get clarity when everything is so unclear? You know, yeah. we are indeed bombarded with a lot of information, no matter what stance we take on the topic of what's happening right now. And it's just really, it's difficult, or I'll say it's challenging to stand solidly in your truth. Oh, yeah, and yeah. so it's like, where do we find that solidity, right? Uh, so thanks so much for everything that you just shared. I can second that. I've had so many, like I have my own stance on all of this. And I have also my opinions and my emotional states that go through the ringer and the roller coaster rides of emotions and the fear and all of that that comes in. And in the end, though, if somebody has a different opinion than I do, I just let them have that opinion and have that state of emotion. As for myself, it's like as much as I have all of that, 
I've, I've become very good at observing those emotions and observing those fears. And sure, in the moment I can get affected, but then it's important for me to take a step back and I guess, re-neutralize myself if you want and bring myself back to uh, a place of, I can't even say it's neutrality, but it's actually empowerment because I feel really good in all of this due to all of the studying and the connecting and the, the development that you and I have done. I find myself in a place where I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm way more able to get to that place, right? To notice things, notice where I am, where I'm at, notice where I'm not, and step into a space that I want to be in. Yeah, that sounds amazing, Cynthia. That's a perfect example, living example of how we can take very simple steps, practical steps. Uh, and a good question to ask ourselves is: What I'm thinking and feeling is it adding to segregation? and more separation? Or is what I'm thinking and feeling encouraging unity and connection? Because how much more proof do we need? <laughs> Without sounding condescending, <laughs> how much proof do we need to know that segregation it fractures us, it weakens us, it's very difficult to think and feel clearly to have our own clarity when we are segregated from one another and as what you're talking about from our own internal space or our own inner resourcing. So that's just something I'm checking often with myself daily. Okay, is my, is my, uh, are my choices and my thoughts here encouraging a space where I can be present and self-aware, where I can choose to move forward from a grounded, clear-hearted and minded space? Or am I buying into this fear culture. I call it the fear culture because that's kind of what it is. I mean, literally, it, there's so much fear that media um, is giving us every single day. And people are waking up finally and recognizing, wait a minute here. This is a source that is very much fear-based. And when we are in fear, we can't really think for ourselves. We're in a survival mode, right? We're in a protection mode. We close up. It's very hard to think and feel clearly for ourselves. And we often look outside of ourselves for guidance and information and truth. And so what happens when we pull away from all of that and we let ourselves um, feel and think for ourselves, our own sovereign thought and feeling, and really build a trusting relationship with our own inner guidance system, okay, well, I can share from my perspective, I'm in that space now. And I can say from this perspective that I'm not tied into the ex the influences and information of the external world nearly as much as I was before. I have my own sovereign guidance and space and truth. And from the space, uh, there, there, there isn't that fear, not even remotely. In fact, it's the opposite. There's a lot of peace. And there's a lot of unity. I feel very connected to people. I long to connect more with people. And there's a lot of, as I said before, compassion. So um, people are doing this by the millions. <laughs> this is not just a Cynthia Ariane thing. <laughs> this is so many people around the world are waking up to this. And uh, it's an absolutely beautiful, beautiful time to live. You know, you might say, Ariana, can you say that? So many people are dying. Yeah, lots of people are dying. And lots of people are dying from a lot of other um, diseases and illnesses and sicknesses prior to this as well. This is, I'm not undermining the situation at all. There's certainly uh, big challenges people are facing. We all are. Um, 
and end in that space, in this very, in this big space of shift, we still have the choice. We still can choose for ourselves how to proceed, how to feel, how to think. Absolutely. And it's pretty much a gift for our own, our own sovereignty, because we were now realizing we were depending on, on outsourcing information to know the truth. Yeah. Right. So we would always, we, no matter what that is, whether it's the mainstream media, the news, or some form of alternative resource that we trust or trusted, yeah. uh, we always tended to get, or we, we were prone to get our information outside of ourselves through other people. I can definitely speak for myself when I say this because I would just go and, and look at, watch tons of videos and read books and hear people out that I trusted. And I would re-spit out that information like, oh my gosh, that's the truth. Yeah. And now there's just so much of that. And then yeah. I'm realizing that a lot of these people, as much as they mean well and they want to put out the truth, it still remains that they are often wrong. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's the thing too. At, at that point, I'm going, well, hang on a second. My trusted resources are wrong. They said that this would happen and it didn't happen. So I'm going, well, they're saying things and it's not even true then who do I trust, right? Or do I stop trusting them? That's another big one. Mm -hmm. So when I took a step back from that and just trying to find my ground in all of this information, I realized, you know what? This is up to me to discern. Like I can get all this, all this knowledge and process that and come up to my own conclusions about things. I don't have to take it as a fact. And these people are very allowed to be wrong. And I don't have to distrust them. It doesn't mean that I have to exclude them from my repertoire of trusted people. It's just taking information with a grain of salt and then checking in with ourselves to see does this fit or does it not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and using common sense, really coming back to common sense. It's a really great uh, example, which you're giving here, Cynthia, because this is also very practical steps you're taking. And if we apply some common sense here, would truth be so consistently saturated in fear? Would it? Mm -hmm. If something is truthful and truly for the unity of all people, would it degradate the environment? Would it separate people? Would there be epidemics of mental health and all these illnesses? It's time to really look at common sense here and be like, maybe the systems that we had before were not really for the, the good of all, the, the unity of all. Maybe it was not coming from a, this heart space for the good of all people and beings and the environment and, and everything. And there's a lot of people having this dialogue now. And uh, what I notice is people will go, and, and I did this too, there is, um, upon realizing this, there was a, uh, a phase of, of anger and almost disbelief and almost disassociating with myself because I didn't want to feel it or see it or recognize it. But 
I just want everybody to know that on the other side, when we allow ourselves to feel this and process this, on the other side, there's an incredible state and place we can come to where there's incredible hope and there's so much uh, consciousness and awareness. And a lot of people are already moving forwards, building something new. New systems are coming up all over the place that are... (laughs) that are committed and devoted to unifying people and to cleaning up the planet and to ensuring that we're well and thriving. I love what you're saying. Uh, You were saying earlier, would truth embody so much consistent fear? And if I can bring a little twist to that is, I guess it could, but does that necessarily mean that it's the ultimate truth? Because there's a lot of things happening at the same time in this world. You know, while people are dying, there's also other people that are thriving. And while people are getting sick, there's also people that are taking their health into their own hands and finding how to best feed their bodies to prevent. And while people are rioting, there's also people that are choosing in the middle of choosing a different lifestyle, one that they've been dreaming of, say, maybe for years or a lifetime, and now they finally get to make that come true. And those are all truths, right? And so it seems like we make our own truth, really. The truth is, and and it doesn't mean that there's a whole bunch of other ones that we're not focusing on. But We can focus our attention towards what brings us up, what feeds our spirit, what feeds our lifestyle, what makes life better for us, even though we know that there's a lot of things that are not favorable happening. Okay. So if we make our own truth, then perhaps this is a beautiful opportunity collectively where we we are rewriting that, that definition of truth. And fundamentally humans, we're looking for the same thing. We're looking for love. We're looking for safety. We're looking for belonging and trust fundamentally. You know, ask, go and look into any in-depth psychological therapy, form of therapy. This, it really comes back down to those elements. So I see, we're all going to see this differently. And there, and like you said, there is no right and wrong and it's all part of the whole. I see this as people recognizing, oh, it's time for us to evolve out of our definition of how we can be, how we can live. And the old ways are most definitely crumbling. They're falling apart. They're totally falling apart. And that's what happens with growth and evolution. Things fall apart and then new things are built. So uh, it makes sense that many of us are going through states of panic and uncertainty Um, and really even maybe some of us fearing for our lives. It makes sense because what we knew to be true is falling apart. Yep. And And this is probably the perfect opportunity for us to build from scratch because we were heading in a, in a direction prior to all of this. And clearly that direction may not have been ideal. Let's put it lightly that way. And now we're we're experiencing this confusion this let's call it like falling of society and whatnot and now we get to create a new fresh start and it's really up to us to determine what that start 
is going to look like and what our future is going to look like because we get we have this I- amazing opportunity to create it for ourselves. Yeah, and there have been beautiful essay Cynthia. There have been people who are having who had this very conversation 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago, 100 years ago. People were having this very conversation. So it's hard to see that or believe that if we have been really stuck with a certain way of looking at things, especially feeding into so much fear. It's like this chronic fear <laughs> reaction. It's just so much fear we've been fed. But there have been people for eons now who have been working to create a, a new way of living and being. So we don't have to worry about, oh my God, we're starting new, we're starting fresh. Where do I start? Actually, <laughs> there's so many initiatives and communities and, and movements that have been going on for a very long time that if we even allow ourselves to look towards that possibility, I assure you, just like you and I, Cynthia, how many, how many communities and movements and multiple streams of <laughs> financial support are coming in for us because we chose to step back from what we knew and look at other possibilities and look we're being flooded we're being flooded with opportunity it's ripe it's ready it's waiting and like you said cynthia it's like it takes the the person to um allow that to allow this new beginning and we just have to turn our head really it's all about so what i'm hearing is really just get take a step back from that fear whatever's feeding that fear right? Take a step back from your attention on that and just turn your head in a different direction. What else is there? Yes, that's all happening. Now take a step back, look around, what else is there? And there's, there's so much out there, so much out there. There is a lot of opportunity. (laughs) My gosh, you and I both, man, we are riding that wave. Oh my God, are we ever? It's like, it's like a veil was pulled off our eyes and suddenly there's this incredibly abundant, very prosperous and peaceful and uh, hopeful world that was there the whole time. We didn't realize it. And now we had the courage to step out of the fear game and look towards these possibilities and our futures, Cynthia, you know, we know each other's what's coming our way and it's nothing short of spectacular. And like you said, we just had to turn our head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. and before we turned our heads, we had to stop. Yes. Right? Yeah. That was such an important one. And that happened, I'd say, like in the beginnings. Really, it, it took for us to really stop Yeah. so that we can actually get the opportunity to get our bearings and, and be able to look around. Otherwise, you're just, you're just beelining or we're just... Uh, having that tunnel vision because we're yeah. moving quickly in that one direction. So stopping and just realizing where we're at and going, okay, so let's let's see what's what's here. What else is here now that we're stopped? Mm-hmm. And that was number one. And then yes, opportunities started flooding in like holy cow. More are coming. More are coming because we're open to it. So you said, what else is here? This is a great question to ask. What else is available to me? What other possibilities are there for me? What is really calling? If I step away from all of this external clutter and 
noise and chaos, if I step away from all of it and really listen to me, what am, what's my inner guidance system guiding me to do or to be or to say or to act? It's beautiful. I, oh my God. From this perspective, all of the chaos is actually an incredible, incredible, beautiful gift. Yes, people are suffering and, and I, my heart goes out to them uh, in this process. And at the same time, it is a beautiful, it's like we need to go in a pressure cooker to wake up. You know what I'm saying? Like things need to get heated and rocky <laughs> for us to actually, whoa, wait a minute. I can look in a different direction and it's inwards. Absolutely. My gosh. So to answer that question, how do we get clarity when everything is so unclear? Yeah. How would we, how would you put it? Uh, like you said, Cynthia, stop, step away. And I would add, look inwards. It's time to inner resource instead of outer resource now. Now it's time to really listen to you, be guided by you and not by the circumstances and the chaos out there. And that's how our truth evolves, dear ones. If you enjoyed this episode, give it a like and comment. You can contact Ariane on her website, theinwardpath.com, and her social media links are in the show notes below. Sending you all high vibes, and we'll see you next time.